Well, good morning this Thursday morning and welcome to Kings at Home Daily from me, Goff. I'm glad you could join us and I hope these next few minutes will do you good. We're going through Colossians, the letter that Paul wrote to those believers there in Colossae, um, near to Ephesus and, and uh, uh, let us here. Um, and um, he's wanting to keep their attention fixed, fixed on Jesus, on Christ. Um, so easy for us to lose, lose our focus. Other things become more important. That's what he's been talking about. And we've had some magnificent truths about who Jesus is and how he needs to capture our attention and our vision. Before we go into today's verse, let's pray. Ask the Holy Spirit to help us. Lord, what a help. What a wonderful helper we have. The Holy Spirit, Lord, oh, we, we underestimate sometimes that this wonderful provision has been given to us. Holy Spirit, God's empowering presence in us. Come and help us as we open the scriptures. We want to walk well today. So please help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so we're in chapter 2. And Paul's really concerned for some people in this church family. It would seem that they, that they were or are parts of the church family, um, that they've perhaps made a, uh, a confession of faith in the Lord Jesus. They're, 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 they're Christians, but uh, in, there's some influences that are pulling them away. In their case, that is some uh, Jewish influence, um, God-fearing Jews uh, around them. I wonder what it is for us. What are the influences that can pull us away from our focus on the Lord Jesus uh, in, our, in our daily lives? So Paul's really concerned about these dear, dear people. And he says that, you know, they're, they're getting caught up in all the... In, they've been pulled off into legalism in their case. Keep the rules, do this, don't do that. If you want to be a really godly person, do this, do that. And also a, a, perhaps an obsession with um, uh, apparent spirituality, angels and all sorts. That was the, that's the, the Jewish thing. But one way or another, their attention is getting drawn away from the Lord Jesus. And he's warning them. And that he feels they're getting disc. He says... Um, uh, they've lost connection with the head, who is the Lord Jesus, from whom the whole body of the church, supported and held together by its ligaments and sinews, grows as God causes it to grow. He's speaking about the church, the importance of the church, saying connected to the Lord Jesus in the context of, of the church. And then he goes on in verse 20. Since you died with Christ, they've become Christians, you died with Christ, so the elementary, elemental spiritual forces of this world... Why, as though you still belong to the world, do you submit to its rules? Well, that's a big statement. Okay, so he's saying you died with Christ to the elemental spiritual forces of this world. So what's he saying there? Um, there are spiritual forces. You don't need me to tell you that. You, you, you just Sometimes just look at the newspaper and you think, oh, that is, that is just evil or whatever. Yes, of course, there are. Uh, we, we believe, the Bible tells us there are principalities and powers that would uh, uh, wreck our lives but we saw earlier in the week that when Jesus died and rose again he he 
he, he stripped them of their powers. He, he took captivity captive. He, he triumphed in the cross and the resurrection. And uh, Satan's time is limited and his uh, power severely, um, uh, what's the word, um, cut off. You know, you are secure. You're a Christian. The enemy, you, you, you cannot, the, the, we have an enemy. He cannot rob you of, of your eternal destiny. He cannot rob you of the love of God in Christ. He cannot take that away. Your life is in the Lord's hands now. Um, even though, yes, difficult things happen in our lives, your life is safe in Christ. That lovely, lovely word. So there are spiritual forces. So, and Paul's saying, since you died with Christ, you, you, you died, you know, when you put your trust in the Lord Jesus, you died with him. Your sin was taken away. The power that, that the enemy would have to condemn you has been taken away. So see, as you died to these things, why, as though you still belong to the world, do you want to submit to its rules? Why do you want to put yourself back under condemnation and legalism and the, the treadmill of must do, must achieve, must do better? That, that's, that's the stuff of the world. Let me give you an illustration. Think of it, you know, I mentioned earlier in the week about how the Old Testament is a shadow of the New Testament. In the Old Testament, the children of Israel were, were stuck in Egypt in captivity. They, they, were in, they were on the treadmill. They were just, they were, they were numbers. They, they were just on the treadmill in this brick-making machine. Oh, life was a grind, must do, must do. They were on the treadmill. Their lives were, were governed by this, uh, by, by Pharaoh in Egypt. And, 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 and God took, brought them out of captivity. You know, the Passover lamb, it's a lovely picture of, of what Jesus did for us. Brought them out of that, 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 that awful life of, of being on the treadmill. He brought them out, he set them free from that power and made them his own. First thing he gave them was Sabbath rest, wasn't it? He gave them Sabbath rest. How beautiful that was put back into their... Their, their, their lifestyle, Sabbath, Sabbath rest. That's a picture. When you become a Christian, you are delivered from the treadmill of this fallen world, the principalities and powers in the world. And if you look around you, you're surrounded by people who are on the treadmill. Now, for Paul's readers here, there was kind of a Jewish thing going on. Must try harder, must do this, observe this, observe that. In our culture, it's not that, but it's, a, it's another sort of treadmill. Must have, must look like this, must come across like that, must, must. It's just a treadmill of, of, of a, a materialistic society. And, and, and that's because of the, the principalities and powers behind it all. Greed and so on. Um, am I, are you, uh, this is a bit complex for an early, for early in the morning, isn't it? I'm sorry about that. But he's saying, since you died with Christ to the elemental force of the world, why... As though you still belong to the world, you still submit to it. How does that apply to us? We've been set free. We've been given eternal life. We've been given the joy of, of, of life eternal, knowing Jesus. And yet sometimes we want to get back on the treadmill. Must have. Must work harder. Must, must achieve. Must, must be uh, 
uh, seen by others must you know or the whole deal of materialistic culture we, we can get back on the treadmill when we've been brought out of that do you see that, that that's what Paul's saying here um, as though you still belong to the world in their case it was don't handle don't taste don't touch in our case it might be must have must have must have is that the treadmill that we're, we're on um, such regulations indeed have an appearance of wisdom with their self-imposed worship or self-centered worship but their false humility and harsh treatment of the body, oh, there's another one, you know, that sort of have the perfect body and fitness. That's a thing in our culture, isn't it? Now, it's good to keep healthy, but goodness me, can become an obsession. Uh, and uh, anyway, um, <laughs> but they lack any value in restraining sensual indulgence. That actually, they, they're, 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 they're not going to get you anywhere. Um, tricky couple of verses, but... It's all inspired and helpful. I hope I've made some sense here. So, so Paul's saying, you died with Christ to the elementary forces of this world. Don't get, don't, don't walk, so walk free. Don't go back into those things. I've got a little book here by Tim Keller called Counterfeit Gods. Um, it's really good. It's basically saying, you know, it, it's not just old, fast, old cultures that had uh, idols. We all, every culture has them. And it says this, what is an idol? It's anything more important to you than God. Anything that absorbs your heart and imagination more than God. Anything you seek to give you what only God can give. Okay, anything that you seek to give you what only God can give. You know, fulfillment, satisfaction, self-fulfillment. Jesus can, only, only the Lord can give you that. So, a bit tricky for early in the morning, wasn't it? But what Paul's saying is, you've been set free by the cross and the resurrection of Jesus. You've been given a new even in life eternal why don't get back onto the treadmill of the elementary powers of the world around you that would seek to put you under pressure and wear you down and actually not deliver at the end of the day lord i pray for us help us to walk free it's so easy in our culture to be affected by the influences around us so easy to take on the values around us and to lose our freedom so easy to become fearful so easy to to become anxious so easy to become uh, covetous must have it's so so easy to take on the attitudes and values of the world but lord only you can satisfy the deep longing of our souls and give us joy so we want to walk with you today we want to walk in the good of what you've done for us and your presence with us today in jesus name amen well bless you for sticking with me this morning hey chapter three tomorrow morning and it's really great stuff it's heaven it, it's well i'm not gonna tell you what it is come along tomorrow and uh, we'll have a look at the next chapter god bless have a good day bye